ask yourself better questions rather than limit yourself with negative statements. It wasn't my fault, it was the market's fault, it was their fault, the consumers didn't buy my product. Oh my god, it happened to me. You can't dwell on the two too much. You have to dwell on the what can I possibly do. You can't dwell on the two too much. You have to dwell on what can I possibly do from now on to move forward. Ask yourself better questions rather than limit yourself with negative statements. Ask yourself better questions rather than limit yourself with negative statements. This will open up doors and not close them. This will give you opportunities where otherwise you would see scarcity. This will give you a vision in the midst of the dark moment. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth and all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. What's up? What's up? How's it going, powerful people? It's a pleasure to be back here on the Ed Talks Daily Personal Growth and Motivation Podcast. Now, this whole week, if you've been tuning into the podcast, as you can see, there's been a level of consistency. And within this level of consistency, a major topic has been self-care, has been taking time out for yourself, caring for yourself, and also learning to be more present. So I always say that your presence, it's a gift that you can give to yourself once you're present. Your presence, it's a gift you can give to yourself once you are present. The most important thing we can do is to be present because we rob the gift of our being when we're not living in the present moment. Now, the antidote to suffering is the present. But why is it that we try to escape the present into the future, thinking that the future will not have any suffering? Now, if somebody hears this and says, yeah, right. How can I not be in pain in the present when my present circumstances are painful? How can I not be in pain in the present when my present circumstances are painful? Circumstance is what's around. When you think of circumstance, I like to think of the word circumference, which means to surround, to be around, because that's what the word circle means. So the the word cir circumstance, circumstance, then again means what's around you, but it's not necessarily saying what's within you. All right. So let's look at the dictionary's definition. 
According to the dictionary, circumstance is a fact or condition that's connected with or relevant to an event or an action. Or it's one state of financial or material welfare. A state of one's financial and material welfare. Both of those definitions are happening outside of you. Because a conditioned fact or a determining factor that's outside of you as a circumstance is it's not within you another definition for circumstance is a sub subordinate or accessory or a piece of evidence that indicates the probability of improbability of an event so you know when we think about circumstance we sometimes it could be different meanings to it based on how you use the word you can say, okay, okay, this circumstance suggests, or you can say, um, it was because of this circumstance that this happened. But at the end of the day, a circumstance, I would say the primary definition I would derive from the dictionary is that it's some of the essential or environmental factors. Circumstance is saying things that are around the factors, which means that we should not, I repeat, we should not confuse circumstance we should not confuse happenings with our being because can somebody be in the same situation as somebody else one person is extremely blissed out and the other one is extremely pissed out would you agree would you agree with me that somebody can be in the same circumstance but one of them is totally blissed out and the other one is totally pissed out i'm, I'm waiting for your answer is that a yes or a no now, my answer to you is yes. I can be in the same circumstance as you. I'm happy and you're sad. And you say, well, what is the determining factor to finding out why someone in the same circumstance can be happy and another one is sad? Happy or sad is not a result of the circumstance, but it's a result of the response. So you have a responsibility, the ability to respond differently to what happens around you. Because what's happening around you is not happening to you, but it's happening for you. Even when it does not seem to be in your best interest. Now you may say, how come I look at things that are happening around me and say it's happening for me and not to me, even when it's not the best circumstance. How can something so bad, like maybe I lost somebody, maybe I got robbed, maybe this horrible thing happened to me. How can that thing possibly be happening for me and not to me? Here's how come. is the mentality that we're growing here. What happens if somebody says, everything is happening to me, everything is happening to me, it's just happening to me, it's, it's so hurtful, I don't know, I don't know how he did that to me, how she did that to me, why he did that to me, to me, to me, to me. Do you have control of what's happening to you? Now, I want you to really think about this. Do you have actual control over what's happening to you? You have no absolute control of what's happening to you. If something is happening to you, you cannot control it. Because not only is the happening 
outside of you, but it's being inflicted to you and it's outside of you. So you maybe figure out how the heck am I supposed to deal with happening that's happening to me and it's outside of me. Now, if I said a word to you, if I said a couple of lines, like I've been saying a couple of lines in this podcast, are you hearing the sound outside of you or are you hearing it inside of you? I really want you to, to, to get that. Now, let's say my voice is just a sound, just like the wind is a sound, just like the drums is a sound, just like the ocean makes a sound, just like your screaming kid makes a sound. My voice is a sound. When that sound enters through your eardrums, is it still happening outside of you or is it happening inside of you? Think about that. Think about that for a minute. I'm going to slow this down as much as I can because I want you to keep going, tag along with me here as I explain this, because this has to be understood. The sound is being originated from an outside source, but my brain, my ear takes the sound and it attaches a meaning to those words. So the sound is not necessarily happening inside of me but I'm making up a meaning inside of me. Which means that the noises of our lives never necessarily happen inside of us. It is the experience of it that happens inside of us. We don't necessarily generate the sound. So I'm not, you're not generating my voice. I'm speaking, but what I say, you're interpreting. You're interpreting. You interpret what I say to you. So... Basically, you're attaching a meaning to my words. Now, the meaning could be as simple as this is English and you're listening to the words and making sense of the English words. Or the meaning could be as deep as I know it's English, but this English means this to me in my way. So somebody comes to you and says... Why you look like that? Now, somebody says to you, why you look like that? Does that mean that you look bad? Does that mean you look good? Does it mean you look angry? Does it mean it looks sad? What does it mean? When that person automatically says that, you might say, look like what? So you're inquiring about how do I look? What do you mean why you look like that? You may say, look like what? But some people were not going to say, look like what? Some people are going to automatically react. They're going to respond because their interpretation of what was said is that, why you look like that? Then I must be ugly. What you mean why I look like that? So what you're saying, I'm ugly? What? What? So you interpret the words. I say all of this to say that happenings are not happening inside of us, they're happening outside of us. Circumstance surrounds our mental capacity, but it's not inside of our mental capacity. The meaning we place on the circumstance is what we think in our mind. So there's noise, and then there's, there's noise, and then there's a symphony. 
symphony can be both noise and noise can be both a symphony. It's the meaning you attach to it. I may listen to rock music and say, why am I listening to this horrible noise? But you may listen to it and you hear a beautiful noise. Which means, well, no matter how noisy things are, it's not necessarily a symphony or a ruckus or just like some crazy noise unless you attach the meaning to it. I've said it over and over. Repetition is the master of skill. Repetition is the way to master skills. Repetition is the way to remember things. Repetition is the way to let things stick in your conscious. I say all of this to say things are not happening to you. If you can hear my voice, you are tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Hey there. Were you enjoying the podcast? I bet you were. This is just a little excerpt from the event I'm going to be hosting on March 4th at the Broward County Library called How to Take Care of Yourself So You Can Take Care of Business. But that's the short promo I had for that event. But listen to me. The only way I can do this podcast is by getting sponsors and support. That's why I've partnered up with audibletrial.com. Because you're not you when your mind's hungry. So feed your mind with some audiobooks all day every day. So are you tired, stressed, and anxious? Are you worried and uncertain about what your future holds? Do you want to grow to another level? Audible trials have changed my life. I started with an Audible trial and got one book called Think and Grow Rich. It took me way longer to try to read the book and I didn't remember as much. But when I listened to it about four times, I got the complete gist of the book. Because what happens when you listen to a book, it your subconscious mind records it better. That's why I prefer audio rather than text. The average person reads less than a book a year. Top CEOs read about a book a month. Aren't you the top chief executive of your life? You are a CEO, you are a powerful being, so it's your time to invest in your mind. So don't hesitate, man, go down below. There's a link in the in this podcast whatever wherever you're listening there's a link all you got to do is go to the description click get free audiobook from audible audibletrial.com forward slash ed talks it's your life feed it when you need it happening around you and based on the meaning you place on those things, you could determine whether it's happening for you. Now you may say, okay, I got the first part, but I still do not possibly understand how negative things in my life can be happening for me. Let's look at this analogy. Let's assume that from the moment we were a little baby in our mother's womb, our very purpose on this planet was to grow and develop. 
and to build up ourselves so that we can handle and so that we can add value to the life. So we can handle the challenges and add value. Let's say our entire being, if we were to simplify it, our purpose was to build up ourselves so that we can share ourselves and also so that we can handle challenges and add value. Let's say that was a major purpose. That's our purpose. And let's just say we're just here to build up ourselves, add value, handle the challenges of life. Build up and challenge. Challenge is the major way that you get built up. I challenge you to a duel. I challenge you to a match. I challenge you to fight to the death. I challenge you. I challenge you. I challenge you. I challenge you. So back in the day, there were always these challenges. A challenge shows how strong you are, how capable you are. And it also, if you could go through a challenge, grow through a challenge, this also means you're alive. <laughs> so if you want to find out if somebody's alive, put some challenges in their way. But also, if you want to make sure that somebody remains alive, put some challenges in their way. If you want to make sure that that person becomes the best possible life and add life to life, put some challenges in their way. If you want to ensure that this person can have an experience that is not limited, put some challenges in their way. Which means challenges are there to showcase our splendor challenges are there to showcase our strength challenges are there to showcase our power so the creator did not put challenges to make a fool out of you the creator created challenges to show your strength the creator put challenges in your way to show your will and determination now you may say Hey, that's completely BS. I don't believe it. I don't think we should go through challenges. I don't think I should lose any friends. I don't think my friends should just walk outside and get hit by a car. I don't think I should be as anxious as depressed. I don't think I should be broke. These challenges should not be happening. I should be in heaven already. I should be at heaven already. And this is where it hits. This is exactly what I mean by it's not what happens to you is how you respond to it. This is exactly what I mean by things are not happening to you. It's happening for you. This is exactly what I mean. And I'm going to sum it up in this one line. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but they want to skip the grave. Everybody want to be at heaven already, but they want to live their entire life. Everybody want to go through the, everybody want to get the result, but don't want to grow through the pain. Now you may say, why does pain have to be the thing that brings out diamonds? Why does pressure have to create progress? Why does pressure have to create progress what is it with pressure 
why do human beings have to be pressured into doing things? That's just the setup. All right. So there's something called the setup. Jim Rohn coined this term. We can't change the seasons. We can't change the weather. We can't change the materials given. That's just the setup. We can't change the setup. But what we can change is the upset of the setup. We can't change the setup, but what we can change is the upset of the setup. Now, I'm playing on words for sure there, but that has a meaning to it. We can't change the setup, but we can upset the setup. We can't change the way things are, but we can do something more with what we got in spite of the way things have been set up. How? If you want to upset the setup, you have to set in, settle in to yourself. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but no one wants to die. Everybody wants to go to the top, but no one wants to be at the bottom. Everybody want to be the guru, but no one wants to be the fool. If if you if you have great dreams, if you want to have a great experience in life, you have to learn how to experience life the way you want it and not experience life the way circumstances want it. You have to start to learn how to experience life the way you want it rather than experience life the way the setup has been set up for you. How do you experience life the way you want it? By being present. So I said all of that just to say you experience life the way you want it by being present. And what did I say about being present? Your presence, your presence, your true presence is a gift. Your true presence is a gift to the world if you present it through your craft, if you present it through your gift, if you present it through whatever talent, gift, ability that the Lord bestowed upon you. Your presence is a present to the world if you present it well. Your presence is a pres present to the world if you present it well. Your presence is a presence to yourself if you present yourself well. That means you have to represent yourself well. That means you have to be a good Samaritan and a good ambassador. What do I mean by being a good Samaritan and a good ambassador? Have you heard of the term being a good Samaritan? Be a good neighbor? It's a beautiful day in a neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in a neighborhood. It's a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you please be my neighbor? A good Samaritan is someone who acts in the interest of themselves, not at the disservice of others, but at the service of others. So a good Samaritan looks out for other people. A good Samaritan does what's right. A good Samaritan is there when others need them. A good ambassador represents 
the country well. A good ambassador represents the club or organization well. But in this case, a good ambassador of yourself means that you represent yourself well. And a good Samaritan of yourself means that you treat yourself well. With these two things is, you can have the heaven inside of your mind when you realize that you are powerful. You can have heaven inside of your mind when you realize things are happening for you and not to you. How come things happen for you and not to you? If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Hey there, were you enjoying the podcast? I bet you were. This is just a little excerpt from the event I'm going to be hosting on March 4th at the Broward County Library called How to Take Care of Yourself So You Can Take Care of Business. But that's the short promo I had for that event. But listen to me. The only way I can do this podcast is by getting sponsors and support. That's why I've partnered up with audibletrial.com. Because you're not you when your mind's hungry. So feed your mind with some audiobooks all day every day. So are you tired, stressed, and anxious? Are you worried and uncertain about what your future holds? Do you want to grow to another level? Audible trials have changed my life. I started with an Audible trial and got one book called Think and Grow Rich. It took me way longer to try to read the book and I didn't remember as much, but when I listened to it about four times, I got the complete gist of the book. Because what happens when you listen to a book, it, your subconscious mind records it better. That's why I prefer audio rather than text. The average person reads less than a book a year. Top CEOs read about a book a month. Aren't you the top chief executive of your life? You are a CEO. You are a powerful being. So it's your time to invest in your mind. So don't hesitate, man. Go down below. There's a link in the in this podcast or whatever wherever you're listening. There's a link. All you gotta do is go to the description, click get free audiobook from Audible. Audibletrial.com forward slash Ed Talks. It's your life. Feed it when you need it. Because you're the boss. That's the answer. This whole time you're waiting for the answer and I just told it to you. The reason why things happen for you and not to you is because you're the boss. You are the boss of your life. You are the chief executive officer of your destiny. You are the president of the organization called you. And you will begin to organize your mental capacity to reflect that sense of your prosperity you're going to improve your mental capacity to reflect your prosperity as a manager as a leader as the president of your life we need to stop acting weak-willed we need to stop acting like slaves we need to stop acting like things are happening to us and we need to have the mentality that things are happening for us because we're in charge you don't go to your boss and says I'm working to my boss. 
Do you work to your boss? Do you re you may report to your boss, but you're working for your boss, right? You're working for the company. So life is happening for the company. Life is not happening to the company. You don't show up and say, "Oh, I'm happening to you right now. I'm I'm working to you. I'm working to you." I'm no. You're working for the company. Likewise, life works for you and it doesn't work to you. To you, if you say life is happening to me, what you're basically saying is I'm a slave of life. I'm a worker bee of life and I cannot determine my experience. I cannot determine my experience because I've confused the setup with me. I haven't begun to upset the setup. I've decided that the setup is me, that the circumstance is me, that the situation is me. So it's not even happening for me. And again, it's happening to me. Now you may say, okay, let's say I am a business ad. I see where you're going with this. So let's say I'm a multi-million dollar corporation and boom, we took a $2 million loss and our company is only worth 5 million, which means about 35 to 40% of our company has lost. Is life still happening for me or is it happening to me? Well, let me tell you this. When life happened and you took a L, did that L become a lesson or was it a loss? Was the L a lesson or was it a loss? Now think about that. I'm saying if life is happening for you, you must be in charge. And the only way life can happen to you if you're not in charge. But your question is, what if life is happening for me, but something go wrong? Is it still happening for me? You're still running a business of yourself, aren't you? You're still learning and growing. You're still moving forward, aren't you? Does a company lose when they lose money? Or do they lose money and gain experience does the company lose money and gain nothing or does the company learn this is what i did and it didn't work this is what i'm going to do and i will do it until it works which company do you think is going to thrive in the midst of a recession which company you think is going to survive in the midst of a depression which company you think is going to come out on top when the competition is stepping on their necks. Which company do you think is going to prosper in the midst of turmoil? And I'm here to tell you the company that will prosper is the company with the growth mindset. What I will tell you, the company that will prosper is the company that learns lessons out of situations. I will tell you this much, the company that prospers is the person that does not dwell on a problem but look for a solution. The solution-focused companies will always come out on top. The innovative companies will always come out on top. When I suffer a loss because I didn't adopt to the market, because I didn't come up with a product that people want to buy, because I lacked in my customer service, I didn't train my employees, whatever the company did to not get the result they wanted to, they can do the opposite and they can still prosper because they took responsibility through their response, they had the ability to respond with a sense of, I'm going to make something happen. 
when a loss happens to a company, the company will un undoubtedly go underneath. If you just said, oh, the loss just happened to me. It just happened to me. It wasn't my fault. It was the market's fault. It was their fault. The consumers didn't buy my product. Oh my God. It happened to me. The more you dwell on the two, you can't dwell on the two too much. You have to dwell on the what can I possibly do. You can't dwell on the two too much. You have to dwell on what can I possibly do from now on to move forward. Ask yourself better questions rather than limit yourself with negative statements. Ask yourself better questions rather than limit yourself with negative statements. This will open up doors and not close them. This will give you opportunities where otherwise you would see scarcity. This will give you a vision in the midst of the dark moment. That is why I'm urging you today to take control of your mental capacity and realize that everything you have inside of you is enough so you can handle what's going on outside of you. But like I said before, the challenges of life are here to build you up so that way you can add value to the world so you could grow and add value. So you could grow and add more and more value. Now you may say, well, how about the normal things? That's the setup. How about the emotions? That's the setup. How about the losses? That's the setup. How about the system? That's the setup. How about my friends? But that's the setup. How about the school? But that's the setup. How about this? That's the setup. But are you going to upset the setup? You can't upset the setup if it's happening to you. Once it's happening for you, you're the boss. You could upset the market. You could upset the market. I'm going so deep, but you can upset the market. If you are a company, if you're the chief executive officer of your life and your company took an L and that L is a lesson, you could become an innovator in your market. You can become an innovator in your market. Let's look at Ford. Ford took a big L. Some people say it's a loss. Some people say it's a lesson. But Ford is definitely looking at it as a lesson. Why? Ford recognized, oh, we've been stuck in our pathways for too long. We've came up with the first assembly line for cars, and we were the America's first proudly American car. And we were the bomb. But now, all of these companies are coming. Uber and Lyft. There is ride sharing everywhere. People are renting out their cars. So people are not even buying cars. They're definitely not buying Fords. So how can we innovate? So Ford is thinking, how, do we need to make electric com car company? Do we need to make electric cars now? Do we need to now start our own subscription ride service? So Ford is now thinking from a lesson perspective. Let's learn and now let's act. So Ford has become innovative because of the L they took, because of the lesson, they became innovative. Now, out of that innovative mentality, they will start to build a new company. That's why things work for you and not against you based on your mentality. 
based on your response. And as simple as it sounds, as dumbed down as it sounds, I did my best this episode to, to break it down to you. As easy as it sounds, it's hard work. But here's the thing with mentality. Your mentality might not catch up with what's happening to you in actuality. Your mentality might not catch up with what's happening to you in actuality. But if you let the timeline continuously go forward, if you keep the time in a line running up forward, eventually your mentality is going to determine what's happening in actuality. So in reality, what's going to happen is your mindset is going to be so well sound that the symphony of the results is eventually going to be in tune. It's going to be in tune, in spirit, and you're going to gain the inspiration and you're going to become to become in tune with what it is that you're trying to do. But however, don't look at life like it's happening to you. Look at life like it's happening for you because it is. Don't let circumstance trump your power because it's only around you. It's not inside of you. The life that you experience is a life within you. It's the meaning that you place on what's going on outside of you. But the life that is set up for us is everything that's around us. So my message to you is keep on growing. Keep on becoming better. Keep on being more in tune with yourself. Keep on listening to this podcast. Share it with a friend. Share it with your sister, your friend, your cousin, your mama, your school. Tell somebody to hire the holistic motivator to come speak. Check out my website, edwardgiles.com. Get a free audiobook. Get a ticket to one of my workshops. Do something to not only benefit you, but to add value. That's my message, and I'm sticking to it. Once again, remember, you have the unlimited power in you to do whatever it is that you want. But first, you have to believe it. Then you begin to conceive it. And then eventually, you will release it. You will give birth to your dream, goals, and aspirations. It's the holistic motivator. That's my message, and I'm sticking to it. Peace. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. 
So let your light shine, don't hide it, don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.